Welcome to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast, proudly brought to you by the Great Canadian Training and Consulting Company. I'm your host, Joel Silverstone. Picture this. The team is together and stuff is getting done. Yes, it's motivating. There's collaboration. People feel heard. They feel respected and they are contributing. And in the next few minutes, we're going to share with you three ways to improve those communication skills within the teams. Now, of course, it starts with you, but as well, feel free to share this episode with the team and get that communication and get that conversation going. Here's some interesting statistics about why communication is such an important part of a team. In a survey, 86% of employees and executives cite that the lack of effective collaboration and communication as the main causes for workplace failures. And when employees are offered better communication skills, productivity can increase up to 30%. So uh, improved internal communications as working towards team leads to that collaboration. In fact, if we look at meetings in the US, for example, there's about 55 million meetings held each week. That means there's about three hours a week that's spent in meetings. And in that same survey, 71% of those meetings are considered unproductive. And you probably have been there within those meetings or within those uh, teams. And you're thinking, well, there must be a better way for us to collaborate. There must be a better use of our time together to get stuff done. Well, this is part of our series on teams. And this episode, and then next episode, we're discussing best ways that you can use Microsoft Teams and team building and leading team meetings in our episode, What Makes Great Teams. And speaking of episodes, thank you for listening to the podcast. We love reading your comments and receiving your questions. Keep them coming. Uh, continue to email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. Now, as we get into our episode three ways to improve team communication. There's probably two key questions that you're asking yourself that when you're part of the team, which is number one, why don't they get me? And number two, why aren't they implementing my suggestions? So there's this feeling of uh, anonymity as you're going through the teams. And what probably happens, or you've seen others do this, is they go to silence, they withdraw, they turn their cameras off, or they just stop talking or stop contributing, or they go the other way, they, they become assertive, and maybe they, they speak out in frustration. Or the third way is there's that meeting after the meeting, the meeting that's in the hallway or later on within Teams chat. So let's look at those three ways that we can get what needs to get done when you are together as a team. And there's three ideas that we want to share here. We're going to give you the ideas, uh, have pen and paper ready to take notes. And obviously, we can go more into depth within our courses, building and leading great teams, or even our great series on great teams using Microsoft Teams and team building. Let's start with our first idea. And this is the idea of a user manual. Now, you're probably very familiar with a user manual uh, that's intended for to assist you, the user, in using a particular product or service application. Think about uh, the last time you made a purchase or you, you bought a fridge or even maybe your mobile device or even a pair of, of uh, earphones, um, and it came with a manual, how to use this. Well, let's take that same idea with a user manual for each member and think of it as a communication user manual. And in other words, how best can my teammates communicate with me? And so there's a series of questions that you can 
fill out that you can include in this user manual, how best to communicate with me. So number one question would be, what gives me energy? What gives me energy? Now, for example, for myself, what might give me energy is um, I I like it when uh, when we're discussing things that there's an opportunity maybe to make things better. I'm I'm curious as to how can we improve this. Maybe there's a learning in there, and that brings relevance to me, and that's very motivating. So that's what gives me energy at work, and this is what we're speaking about. And then the other side of that is what depletes me. So think about that at work. What depletes you? Now you might say, well, meetings depletes you. Right. Well, what within those meetings depletes you as an example? Go a little bit further into, into that. I, I could say what depletes me is that when um, people talk too much about <laughs> themselves or about a topic that is not relevant to what we're, what we're discussing. Again, the opposite is what motivates me is that curiosity, that we're growing, that we're learning. And then what depletes me is the opposite when, when it becomes uh, very narrow or self-centered. The next question you can ask as part of this user manual is, what's the best way for others to communicate with me? Now, we're going to talk about communication styles in just a bit, but this we're talking about actually just a very concrete way for the best way to communicate with me. In other words, is it pick up the phone, send me a, a message on the, on the mobile device? Uh, is it using MS Teams? Is it a virtual chat? Is it an email, what's the best way for others to communicate with you? Sometimes people like to receive emails because they like to have time to digest. Sometimes people are totally up for a phone conversation on the spur and thinking fast and speaking in that way. So what's the best way? And then the final question you could put in this user manual is, what do people misunderstand about me? And that's such a great question because then we start to learn a little bit more about maybe someone we've been working alongside on the team, but we've always made an assumption about that person. I recall someone saying um, that they thought their boss thought that they were a straight shooter like like they were. Um, and in the end, this person was not a straight shooter, but it was just that their boss kind of projected their own uh, assumption uh, about that person. Uh, for example, what people might misunderstand about me is that I might seem like an extrovert hosting a podcast, delivering training, speaking at conferences, uh, being a former professional actor. And the truth is the opposite. I'm very much an introvert. Take me out of those elements and I'm as shy as anybody. So there we go. Those are the questions. And you can start with that and think about that. Think about it as you go around the team and everybody's sharing what gives me energy, what depletes me, what's the best way for, way, uh, for others to communicate with me, and what do people misunderstand about me? And the team starts to get to know each other at a deeper level. And we start to know how best to communicate with each other, what is important, how best can I make sure that my message is heard. Our next way that we want to look at improving our communication is what we're going to call our rate of speech and style of thought. So these are, now there's lots of personality tests and uh, color coding as to which, which type of personality you fit into. But let's start with something very, very basic that everyone can do together as a team and just look at what we have in front of us without doing um, a test or going through a process or procedure. Let's start with rate of speech because that's something you can right off the bat uh, perceive that you can hear. Do, do you, for example, do you speak very fast? Do you think very fast and speak very fast? Or are you more deliberate? Do you have more pauses? Do you looking for the right words? Are you thinking about what you want to say? 
And so think about that as rate of speech about wanting about connecting with someone. We're often going to be more attracted or more open in a sense to people that are similar to us. And one of the first ways to do that is rate of speech. So if you're a fast talker and I'm speaking very deliberately and I think of before I speak, I'm probably not going to have your attention for very long. And the opposite, right? If you are a more of a deliberate speaker and the person's speaking really, really fast and they're going like this, you, you can't process it. So what that means as far as rate of speech is, doesn't mean you have to, if you're a fast talker and someone's a bit slower, doesn't mean you have to change. Everything's about 10%. How can I slow down even just by 10% when I'm with that person? And why I'm doing that? Because I want that person to be able to feel respected um, and to be able to hear what I'm saying. What is the point in me delivering my message if, it, if it's not being listened to because I'm speaking too fast or speaking too deliberately? The second part of this is now our style of thought. And very simply put, we can call this our style of thought as do we think more logically? Do we think more facts and figures and data and tasks? Or do we think more relationship or more emotions? So which way do we tend to lean to? And which way does that person in front of us or, or persons on those teams, what do we notice them? Do they often need to talk about their weekend first or about their family or about uh, something about building rapport? Or do they just need the facts and the figures? So if you were someone who was more facts and figures, for example, and you spoke a little bit more slower, a little bit more deliberate, you might be someone who is more analytically driven, which is you think and you process uh, before you speak. Um, you, you might follow a recipe in a sense, like you're following facts and figures, and that's what's really important to you. Now, if you're also a deliberate or slower speaker and you're more relationship-driven, you're probably more what they call amiable, which is you favor collaboration over competition. You might not be leading the team. You're happy to be working as part of the team. And so that's why you might not be saying very much because you're happy to be there and be happy to be contributing, but not necessarily having to lead it or feeling the pressure to lead it because you're thinking about it. Now, speaking of the emotional, if you are more on the emotional relationship-driven side, but you speak fast, then you're probably what they call an expressive, someone who always has an anecdote, thinks fast, speaks fast, very emotional-driven, always has a story or an anecdote to share. And if you're a fast speaker, but you're more logically driven, well, then you, you speak fast, you think fast, you have a clear vision, like 9 o'clock Tuesday, this is what's going to happen. 9 to 5, this is what's going to happen. 9, 10, this is what's going to happen. You're what they call a driver. You see very clearly what you want to happen, and it's usually going to be task or objective driven. Let's go now to our third one. And our third one is putting all these pieces together. And that's the idea of what we want to call uh, to be able to influence others. And to be able to influence others, we want to use one specific aspect of emotional intelligence, and that is social awareness. What do you see? What do you hear? In other words, read the room. And there's two ways to do that. And the idea is to either pull or to push, to pull or to push. Pull is going to be more towards connecting with that person, right? pulling them in by connecting, by sharing a mutual purpose, sharing maybe a vision, maybe sharing uh, the mission of our company or our culture or our values of the business. And then the push 
is going to be that person that, again, that's maybe more logic driven, like X. If we do X, Y is going to happen. Or it's even very directive. We are going to do X to make Y happen. And that's the idea of push. So if we think about pulling all those pieces together, it is when do I need to pull? Connecting, sharing a vision, common ground, mutual purpose, maybe sharing the values of the mission of the business or the enterprise. And, or does this person need to be, is it a push situation where it's I'm giving X, X does this, which is going to make Y happen, or we need to do X to make Y happen. And that's being very persuasive or very directive. All right. There's your three ways to improve team communication, which leads us to now our three stars, no trois étoiles. Let's narrow this down to the three takeaways from today's episode that you could put into practice. All right. Well, number one, as we said, was that user manual. So think about what's the best way to communicate with me? What gives me energy, for example? What depletes me? What's the best way for others to communicate with me? Number two was that rate of speech and style of thought. If I'm a fast talker, slow down a little bit if someone's a slower speaker and vice versa. Do I need to give more logic or do I need to give more emotion to connect with that other person? And speaking of connecting, our number one uh, was exactly that, how to influence using your social awareness, your emotional intelligence. What do you see? What do you hear? When is the time to pull, to connect with them? When is the time to push, to give the data and the logic? And the next step was one thing you could put into play is right off the bat, have your awareness. How can I connect to this person? What's important to them in their communication style? Enjoy. Thank you for listening to the Great Canadian Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss another episode and leave us a rating or review if you enjoyed this episode. Let's stay connected. Join us on LinkedIn at Great Canadian Training and Consulting. And if you want more free resources and our list of professional instructor-like courses from software to soft skills, then make sure to come on over to greatcanadiantraining.ca. If you have any questions or comments on the show, we'd love to hear from our listeners. Email us at podcast at greatcanadiantraining.ca. We'll see you next episode in our search for what makes a great communicator with our leadership and communication discussions and tips.